Welcome, friend. This is I Need Thee Every Hour, a podcast dedicated to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are listening to your ministering sister, Casey Mills. Hello, everyone. I am wanting to talk about something very interesting. Um, I have, you know, I've been pretty candid in the past about my issues um, with being a a wife and mother in a blended family situation. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, my husband and I are, uh, it's a second marriage, not that we are still married to our first spouses. <laughs> I realize that sounds kind of funny to say second marriage. <clears throat> it just means we both were married previously. Um, he, he had a child with his previous spouse. I had five children with my previous spouse. We both, uh, obtained, uh, divorces and now he and I are married to each other and we brought our six children together and we have had three more children, uh, between us. And so we are a big, crazy family and it is never a dull moment in our household. Let me tell you, um, we, try so hard to be good to each other. My husband and I, uh, we try so hard to be good to our children. We have a very unique situation. Uh, marriage is not easy. Parenthood is not easy. Um, and especially when you're dealing with uh, step step and halvesies and um, all of that is, uh, you know, just really makes life rich, rich, multifaceted, multidimensional. There is a lot going on for each and every person in our household. Um, recently we've had, um, some issues. I feel like each one of my kids kind of, kind of takes a turn being the squeaky wheel. Um, you know, and I, and I, and I do what I can to, uh, help each of them. I pray my heart out. I encourage everyone else in the family to try and, you know, have compassion and, and, uh, and, uh, empathy. Um, you know, how, how can we help each other? How can we help ourselves? Uh, how can we be kind? You know, I'm, I'm no stranger to needing kindness and I, I, uh, I don't always handle things the way that I should, but I, I certainly uh, do try to do my best to stay calm and help my children to stay calm and happy. Um, more recently, I, my husband and I felt like <laughs> trying to think of how it even started. Oh, I know it was my my oldest, my son from my previous marriage. No, actually, sorry, it was my oldest daughter who suddenly wanted to do a fish tank and she got in touch with her uh, dad who helped her to uh, get this fish tank and fish and it kind of spurred my son, my my oldest, um, to want a fish tank as well. And so they, their dad, I think, uh, you know, that's something that uh, he enjoys. It's a, a hobby of his. Um, and so I think that was a way for them to connect with him in a positive way. So I, I was supportive of that, of course. Um, you know, he, he knows he and his father, um, they're my children's grandfather are, are a bit, uh, 
fish enthusiasts and uh, do the fish tank thing. And so they were helping, or excuse me, their, my children's father was um, helping them out to know what to get and to, you know, help them make some purchases. Some, some purchases they, you know, because there's, there's a bit. There's a bit of cost involved. Uh, they made some purchases on their own, and uh, we also uh, threw some money in there to help invest in in this uh, new endeavor. And and I, I was just glad they just didn't want to be on screens. It seemed like a, a new new cool thing, right? To have this responsibility and to have something that makes it for a nice um nice ambiance in their bedrooms. And um, it's just, I don't know, fish tanks are, have, are cool. Um, my, uh, my younger daughters, uh, so my, so I have my two youngest daughters and my husband's daughter, uh, they uh, were uh, sharing a bedroom and they all seem to be pretty eager to, well, my, my husband's daughter just loves all animals. Okay. So I think she'd have been happy with um, a pet cockroach. No, I, I'm just kidding. But, but, but truthfully though, she, I think she'd have been happy with any kind of a pet. Um, but my, but my two youngest daughters had been begging for hamsters for a long time, but I was not excited about getting them that because for one, they were not keeping their rooms clean or their room clean. I say rooms, uh, collectively there, each their individual areas and, and my husband's daughter as well is not great about it. So their room is often a pigsty and I often have to kind of crack the whip and turn into a drill sergeant and say, time to clean up the bedroom. It's starting to stink in here, you know, things like that. And so I was just like, I just can't imagine adding the smell of a hamster or two uh, to the smell in here. And I just think if you can't take care of your own selves, um, then you should not be entrusted with an animal. And by that token, then that just adds one more thing that I have to take care of. And I already have enough to take care of. So I was not interested in adding any pets to this. That being said, after this whole fish tank business started, I'll admit, I got bit by the bug. We went to Petco, and this is not an endorsement for Petco, okay? We've gone to PetSmart as well. We we would support any any store, but Petco seemed to be a good choice because they were having a sale on half-off um, fish tanks. So it really was a steal of a deal for these fish tanks. But anyway, so we were in Petco. Incidentally, they have hamsters there, okay? And there was this one hamster, um, and he just drew me in. His face was the cutest little, cutest little hamster face you ever saw. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I, if I was to get a hamster, I would get this hamster. He is so stinking cute. And, um, anyway, and I, <laughs> and my husband didn't go with us to the store, but I wanted to take a picture of this hamster and send it to him to say, oh my heck, look at this, look at this hamster's face. But I just ended up telling it I wasn't able to get a picture because, as you know, hamsters, one second they're out, you know, curious, and then the next second they're they're hiding, right? So I wasn't able to get a picture, but I just I just sent my husband a message and, and you know, telling him that there was this adorable hamster. And then after we got home, he said to me, I am surprised you didn't come home with a hamster. <laughs> and I just was like, well, I wouldn't have done that. Right. Like I'm, I'm not impulsive like that for one, but I also would have wanted to talk about it. And we also were pretty like uh, no pets, 
excuse me. But anyway, um, but we talked about it a little more and I don't know, it was kind of one of those things that where the, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit softened me about it. And I started thinking about, especially one of my daughters, one of my, my the, the older of my two youngest daughters um, has been kind of dealing with some emotional um, stuff lately. And I, yeah, I ended up talking to her about it. And I just said, you know, I'm willing now, this is kind of like goes against Parenting 101, but I just said, I'm willing to meet you halfway in this. I think you need to do more to rise to the occasion, but I'm willing to provide this as an emotional support type thing. I think it's something that maybe you need right now. That was kind of how I felt about it. And I realized that doesn't always make a whole lot of sense, but I would challenge you to pray on your own and be open to whatever it is that the Lord might be wanting you to <clears throat> do or say or or an olive branch to offer to your child or children um, because there may be something that you have just said absolutely not but maybe that's the exact thing that the Lord wants you to do and maybe that's ex the exact thing that your your kid or your kids need from you, maybe even your spouse. Um, so it was a bit of humble pie and, and it wasn't smooth sailing right off the bat, but we did. We got, we got, we let each of the girls, now my two younger, uh, my two youngest daughters and my husband's daughter, we let them each pick out their own Roborowski hamster, which are just these teeny little puff balls. They are adorable. And, um, and uh, that's been – and so anyway, it, it was pretty fun at first, and um, I think we kind of learned a little bit through that. Incidentally, my hamster, we just – we had to get him. We just had to. It, it just kind of turned into like, well, I just – I can't. I can't look at this guy's face and not take him home with me. Um, he's just the cutest little thing. Um, but he, he is a full size hamster. Um, he's all brown and his name, he has a number of names. He is known as, uh, Theodorus Bernardus and he gets called, uh, Bernard, Bernie, Teddy, Teddy Graham, Teddy Bernard, um, all, all these names that whatever, I think there's even some that are just like, what? Anyway, but he he's the family hamster, we decided. He's he's for everybody. And he is so sweet. So, so sweet. I could not have picked a, a sweeter hamster if I if I tried. I think he was definitely calling out to me. And I think everybody just loves, loves having this this hamster, loves having my my girls love having their little hamsters. Um we we love the fish. It's been such a nice it was a nice nice thing that brought us all together. And incidentally, though my my older of the of my two youngest daughters, the one that I felt was struggling the most emotionally, um her her robo hamster that she had picked out was not the was not really wanting to be held. And when I did the 
switcheroo move and moved her out of the bedroom that she was in with uh, my youngest daughter and with uh, my husband's daughter. Had her switch places with uh, my uh, oldest daughter. Um, I had her move her hamster into her own tank. Um, and I thought, well, maybe that would help things. But we just ended up figuring out that it just wasn't the right thing. She said she still would like a hamster at some point. She thinks that's what she would like. But for right now, she said she just feels a little too much pressure about it. And so we, we um, that was one nice thing. Again, I'm not um, trying, uh, Petco is not a sponsor, um, but they do have a nice return policy. So um, we were able to return the, the robo hamster and say this just wasn't the right fit. Now, the other two robo hamsters that uh, my, my youngest daughter and my husband's daughter picked out, those two are fantastic and are willing to be held and show off and they are awesome. So we just think just like with, with every person having a different personality, every animal clearly has a different personality. I am convinced of that. It is not, you can't just say, oh, this particular animal or this particular breed and they'll just fit in great with whatever, whatever situation. No, I am convinced every animal has their own spirit, personality, experiences, traumas, what have you. And so it is very important to go by the spirit when you are going to be inviting an animal into your home because you just don't know what you're going to be getting into otherwise. So I, you know, I've encouraged my children to be prayerful about everything that they do. And when I encouraged my one daughter to be prayerful about it, she, we, <laughs> actually, it was funny because we ended up going to find her a different hamster. She had done some research and said, <clears throat> after we returned the one robo, she had said uh, that she did some research and that the Syrian hamsters were supposed to be the most friendly. Okay. And so we went back again, to, to the pet store to, to try and find a Syrian. There was one that I thought was great. Um, she was coming to the glass. She was definitely checking us out. I thought she was adorable. Um, and, and my daughter couldn't quite decide between that one and, 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 and the other one that was in the, in the cage. Both of them looked a bit different, but you know, and she just wouldn't pick and wouldn't pick and wouldn't pick. And it was, you can imagine it was all, 11 of us. No, my oldest son wasn't there with us. So there was 10 of us there in the store and my youngest boys like to run around. It doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter what's gone on throughout the day. They get into a store and they will run around. And we are lucky that they didn't break anything. And we are lucky that they didn't pull any kind of uh, emergency fire alarm. That's another story about all the emergency fire alarm incidences that we've had uh, with our boys. Um, Anyway, uh, so I just really wanted her to pick and just pick. And so I tried my best to encourage her. I said, this one looks like it's actually curious. This one actually looks like she's trying to send you a message. I really think this is the one to pick. But she just was having a hard time picking. Um, my husband's daughter was trying to get her to pick uh, the other one. So I think my daughter kind of felt a little conflicted, like she needed to maybe side with me over her stepsister. I I don't know. I, I really didn't care, honestly. I just wanted to get the hay out of there, okay, because we'd already been there however long, and I just wanted to go. And one of the workers that was helping us, I thought, kind of seemed I, – I think she was just a little special, but I think she seemed irritated with our family because, 
you know, like I've said before, we're kind of a circus everywhere we go. So some people love it. Some people are entertained by it. Some people think it's hilarious. Some people just really are not amused. So we and 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 so we have to deal with that everywhere we go. And so I really just wanted to leave. Anyway, um, I think there was a bit of a ten, an attention thing going on for her. I think she also was um, just there. I think there is some some bit of um, I, I don't know what you want to call it when you when someone is like kind of overly indecisive about stuff, uh, kind of to a ridiculous level. I feel like there's a bit there's a bit of um, neurosis there. Um, anyway, uh, I, I won't get into all of that, but uh, I just could tell that she needed help. And so I was trying to help. Well, she picked the one that I encouraged her to pick. Okay. We went to the checkout counter to purchase it. Then I'm in the middle of paying. She tells me she wants the other one. I laughed and I said, no, I finished paying for it. We left. That was my mistake. That was my mistake. I, I was abrupt and I thought maybe she was just still, it was still a bit of hemming and hawing because she had already done that once before. I forgot to mention she had said she wanted the brown one, but then changed her mind and won the orange one. The orange one was the one that I was encouraging her to get. Anyway, she ended up telling her sisters, luckily her sisters told me, she ended up telling her sisters that I forced her to get that one. So she wasn't happy. And I was like, what do I have to do? What do I have to do or say or not do or say to help this kid know that I love her, that she is worthy, that she is an amazing daughter of God. I I ended up just telling her, what do I got to do? I ended up just saying, I, I feel like no matter what I say or do, it's wrong. It's the wrong thing. Me getting you a hamster was the wrong thing. Me encouraging you to get this hamster when you were asking me for help to decide, that was the wrong thing. Now, now you're mad. You're not even excited about having this hamster. I'm going to have to make a friggin trip back to the pet store to, to exchange this one out again. But all of it helped us to get to where we needed to go. And where did we need to go? She and I needed to come to a place where we were communicating. Okay. And we did eventually. I was brutally honest with her, but I wasn't yelling at her. I told her I wouldn't yell at her anymore. I said, I know that that has betrayed your trust, me yelling at you. So I'm not going to do that anymore. But I am going to be honest with you. And I said, you have to be honest with me. You have to tell me what's going on here. And I said, and you have to be honest with yourself. Maybe ha maybe the idea of having a hamster sounded fun. And she did. She admitted. She just wanted this sweet little thing to hold. I said, well, we got Teddy Graham. We got Teddy Bernard. He lets you hold him. You love holding him. He's great to her. I said, you have him. I think she liked the idea of having her own. And I think she was feeling a little jealous that her stepsister and, and, and her little sister had, had robo-hamsters that worked out. But she had said she didn't want to try a different robo-hamster. I told her I would. I said, just pick a different one. Maybe that, you know, it seemed like a bit of a lottery. I said, odds are you'll grab one that's good. 
that's that's a that's got a good personality but she just in the end she ended up admitting that she just it was too much pressure and she just decided she just really didn't want to deal with it she didn't want the pressure of dealing with a pet all on her own and uh, I told her I thought that was a wise decision and I she's been going through a lot lately and it's been a really amazing thing to have her move over to to um, her other to be a roommate with her with her her next oldest sister I think they're a lot more similar than they realized and so I think it's been good so far to have them in there together just the two of them it's extremely peaceful in their bedroom um that was one thing that I wanted to mention was this idea of these these animals these pets that we have are such such sweet and innocent spirits and when you and when you have these animals that need to be that depend on you and they and they and they bring you joy and um, companionship and comfort and uh, you know uh, my husband and I were joking that we got these hamsters to be um, emotional support animals um, you know that we just pictured our girls when they're feeling you know drama when they don't want to deal with each other when they you know just want to be alone or they just want something to uh, you know play with and pet something that is without guile you know, it's just like, you know, these these hamsters, and, and it's not just hamsters or, or fish. Obviously, you can't pet the fish, unfortunately, but you can watch them. It's very, it's very soothing to watch fish and to listen to the running water. And, and, and playing with these hamsters, I can tell, just is really bringing a lot of joy to my kids. And they've been really great with, with keeping them clean and, and um, paying attention to them and, and um, you know, helping me to stay on top of the, the f- uh, feeding and watering of them and Anyway, I think it's been a really good thing. I, I definitely have have been converted to to the idea of having pets. It's kind of opened my mind to um, potentially inviting um, other pets into our home. Um, one of my daughters really, really wants a kitten. Um, I'm trying to be open to that. We even went to the Humane Society to look at kittens, and it was very difficult to not bring one home with us because we found one that was, like, awesome. He was awesome. <laughs> he was an awesome kitten. Like, yeah, he would have been great here, but we um, we just were like, we're not ready for this. We were about to leave town, and we um yeah we just were like no we, we we can't do that right now that would be irresponsible but you know once we're done with all of our summertime craziness um we're we're definitely ready to open our home we've we've been um we also have incidentally been looking at dogs too it's been it's been interesting. I've been having dreams the past couple of nights about a, a particular dog that I'm thinking seriously about um, getting. I just I don't know. I I know that animals have a way of of helping us. A way, uh, dogs and cats. Um, I I know. I I have heard of and had um, experiences of dogs that are a protection from evil. Um, They not only provide, um, you know, loving uh, uh, companionship and fun uh, and protection. Um, I I liked the, I really am starting to 
uh, like the idea of potentially having a dog that could be a protection to our family um, and not only from, uh, you know, outside uh, uh, forces, seen forces, but also unseen forces. Uh, you know, I think I think there is truth to these these animals being being a protection from evil spirits and and even just being a warning they they see things that we don't see they sense things we don't sense cats uh can do the same thing it's pretty incredible animals are pretty incredible and um I have had issues in the past with allergies. Um, I think I, I've had issues where it was extreme circumstances, like I was pregnant. And my understanding is you can have, be allergic to things when you're pregnant that you wouldn't be otherwise. Um, so I've been trying to be prayerful about that and just say, Lord, if there is an animal that we are supposed to have in our home, please help me to not be allergic to it. Um, please help us to know. Um, incidentally, when we went to the Humane Society, now it was an extremely clean Humane Society. I don't think I've ever seen a Humane Society so clean. Um, but I had no issues. We we were petting dogs and um, cats, and uh, we were, you know, in these areas uh, with them where there's multiple dogs and cats, and I was having virtually no reaction. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that really seemed like an answer to prayer. And my children, too. I have some children that we uh, thought had allergies that we think might might be okay. Um, anyway, we're we're trying to be prayerful and careful about that and just assess how how we need to how we need to handle any any uh, future pets that we bring in. But I just I think the Lord is working on me. I think the Holy Spirit has been uh, touching my heart and my husband's heart and the rest of my children. We've all kind of been coming. Uh, closer when it comes to this idea. We've all been kind of coming to agreements on things and, and kind of saying, well, what what would be best for our family? What would be best for each individual? What what do we need to make our home feel like, feel uh, more, more peaceful, more, uh, uh, you know, helping my children rise to the occasion to have more responsibility to care for uh, care for something that is, is helpless, um, you know, things like that I think is good for children. Um, you know, oddly enough, I, I think my, my youngest boys need to be living on a farm. I, as much as I don't really want to live on a farm, I would to put those boys to work every day to help us to be in a situation where we can, uh, live, live, um, more free, um, out of, uh, the, suburbia hell um, and be in a situation where we can, uh, you know, more easily grow our own food and live more healthy and uh, live a more pure and healthy uh, life, eat more pure and healthy foods. We're trying to, um, yeah, just figure out what we need to do, where we need to be, what we need to be doing to live healthier, live, live happier, um, Anyway, it's it's a journey. It's a real journey. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. Um, figure out what it is that you need to be doing to bring yourself and your family members um, uh, more joy and purpose. And, um, uh, you know, where where do you need to be? What do you need to be doing? Maybe you need to be volunteering. They, they need volunteers at the Humane Society. You can start volunteering as young as 16 and they also have programs uh, camp type programs for younger kids as well um, they uh, 
you know, there you can go anytime pretty much and visit with animals uh, there if that's something that uh, really gets your mojo going. Maybe you can't have a pet where you live, but uh, there's plenty of animals out there that could use some love um, at, you know, at the Humane Society or other. There's lots of organizations, lots of organizations that could use volunteers to help with things, rescues. And um, so, yeah, I would definitely encourage you if you if you, uh, you know, are at all inclined in that way um, to, yeah, seek out ways you can be around those precious, precious spirits. Well, I will do another episode at some point once we've settled on what we're going to do next <laughs> with our with our pets. But uh, um, with our pet journey, um, we actually were looking into doing something that I'd never heard of before. They call it Guardian, where uh, a breeder that has um, too many dogs in their home, but they but they have dogs that they own that they would like to breed, um, they will find homes, uh, Guardian homes. And so then that dog is is belongs to the uh, the Guardian that is caring for them, but the, the breeder retains the rights to continue breeding um, the dog. And then once the dog is done with their breeding um, times, then the the guardian will um, adopt the dog and and it will be theirs. So we've been looking into that kind of a thing to be able to, um, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a way of taking a dog into your home that uh, that is a, a a great dog, a dog that a breeder would choose to breed would have to be a great dog, and they offer it to you either for free or at a nice discount and they just ask you to cooperate with them basically there's a lot of other things involved but um, but basically you're you're caring for the dog it's your dog and you're cooperating with the breeder to allow allow them to breed the dog and then you can then you you've got an amazing dog um, at when it's all said and done you you uh, yeah so I I've been thinking real seriously about about that and uh, um, with these, uh, actually, what I've been eyeballing is these uh, uh, golden retrievers, these ones that have the very, very light white, almost white coat. Anyway, they're beautiful. I just love, and I love golden retrievers. I just, they just have the most amazing personalities. And these particular ones that I want to potentially be a guardian for, uh, one, one, not ones, I, I don't mean, I just mean there's more than one available. But um the personalities um, the breeder I, I spoke with she said that the personality is um, one that could could be a dog that could be trained to be a, a support an emotional or social therapy a support dog and you picture and I just pictured the those sweet dogs that get taken through the hospital to greet uh, people that are um, suffering and and in the hospital, um, especially children. And I just thought, boy, that really would be something to, to have a dog that I could do that with and, 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 uh, take her or him through the hospital to bring people, other people joy, you know, um, and to not on, and not on top of bring the, the therapy and, and joy in our own home, uh, that these sweet, sweet animals bring. Um, so anyway, just kind of crazy, this whole, this whole journey. I swore I wasn't going to get a dog. I really, truly, I mean, ask my family, my husband and my kids. I said, no, I'm, I'm not getting a dog. It's not happening. I don't think I will ever get a dog. <laughs> and yet, uh, you never say never. You really should never say never. And uh, 
always and never are uh, dangerous words to use. So just, um, except when it comes to the Lord, you need to say, I will never forsake thee and I will always follow you and I will always follow your commandments. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's, I guess that's where I'll leave this because I've gone over. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, until next time, God bless you. God bless your pets. Be good to your children. Be good to your spouses. Be good to your pets. And uh, until next time, God bless you. <laughs>